I went back and looked at script one. Jeez, mm. we used to make it hard on ourselves, hand write everything out. Oh, it was fucked. <laughs> Absolutely fucked. Come on. Come a long way since round one. Absolutely. Round three, whatever. <clears throat> Let's do an audio check. Audio check on mic two. Audio check on mic two. Audio check on mic one. Audio check on mic one. Volume on. We're good to go. Recording. Recording. Let's clap it in on three, two, two, one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think on the week Adelaide come out and said it's going to be a low-scoring game, so they're, they're pretty straight to the word. They don't talk a lot of uh, smoking shadows behind the, behind the window. Say that again. And welcome in. We are back with another episode of the Super Coach Draft Legends. Two more coaches packed their bags this week. Season over. Put a cork in it. Four teams remain. Huge fucking week. Let's fucking go. I am your host, Mr. Untouchable. And joining me again, my co-host, the big motherfucking popper chronic. Diamonds on my neck. Dream up, pleasure as always, kind words, shout out to the editing department It's a big week, final four left, two rounds left Let's rip the fuck into it, eh? Let's get into it, early start time tonight, what time we got? 6.36 here, 11th of August 2021 Uh, Early start time, early finish, happy days ahead it's good. Obviously, we've got reasoning behind the early start tonight. Uh, we've got to accommodate for uh, the coach of the decade, Heath George, who's uh, getting on the airwaves tonight as the caller in the uh, the semifinals of the Draft Legends quiz. It's good to hear his voice. It would be absolutely magnificent to hear him. Um, been a long time again in between in- innings. We said last time we wouldn't leave it this long, but unfortunately we have. <laughs> um, just a quick shout-out to... Our international listeners over there in the UK, US, Germany, Mexico, still out here, still tuned in. Love it, love to see it. Had a look at the analytics today. It's at uh, 4% uh, piece for US and UK, and we got 1% Mexico and less than 1% in the Germany. But uh, shout out to Hans over there, Hans Zimmer. Hans and Chicharito over there. Happy Hans days. And Chich. Also, quick shout out to Scribe. Uh, he's in the prelims this week. Congratulations on your season, but uh, that's not where it ends for Scribe, but that's not where it begins. He's uh, he's that good of a man. He's just dropped past today, uh, done an airdrop while I was at work. He's dropped us off a fine bottle of uh, Cabernet Shiraz, uh, Penfolds Bin 389. has uh, long maintained system of numbered bins in the uh, cellars of Magrill, uh, where the wines were first stored. Uh, so he's doing it all at the moment, Scribe. He's playing in prelims. Uh, he's dropping off wine just for the Draft Legends pod. Uh, simple as that. He's a good man. Uh, shout out to Scribe, best of luck this week. Great man, shout out for the wine. It's a beautiful, exquisite drop motto out as well. Nice this is little a great earthy drop. taste to it. So, uh, Very nice. happy days. Uh, have I missed anything there or have I not? Uh, shout out something? to Kurt as always. Shout out to Kurt. Uh, he was pretty, we got some information uh, that he was pretty disappointed 
uh, with one of the questions that was unable to be answered in last week's quiz by DeBaggies or Burnt or Crisp. Uh, he showed his frustration and uh, shot us a message and said uh, it's not good enough that uh, the boys don't know uh, that uh, Get On The Geary stole the highlights package off myself. Kurtz might be a front runner for the decathlon, I think. If he's interested, he's in. He's in. If he's interested, he's in. I know you're in. listening, Kurt, so if you can on a little decathlon, 10-man event, we can uh, speak to the right people and we'll get you involved. Wouldn't mind uh, getting on the Geary or Kurt, getting on the socials tomorrow uh, and just uh, putting forward some of his athletic achievements in the past. Wouldn't mind seeing what sort of athlete he is or if he is an athlete at all. Speaking of athletes and um, getting on the socials, Puff and Pat, we've, we requested him. This comes to mind now. Yeah, um, We requested a while ago off him to put up his uh, junior football career accolades on the socials, and he hasn't done that. So just reaching out to you, Puff and Pat, if you're listening. I'm sure you are. Weren't they on – wasn't it applause? No, it, just one of his games was an applause. And uh, after that game, I request – after he posted the game that he had in a final – I request him to post his accolades as a junior. Um, oh, best full, and fairest, league best and fairest, Coleman medals. Interesting. It was one of the best junior footballer, uh, junior footballers going around coming out of this area, uh, the likes of Bont and Pally and such. So that's what he claims anyway. So he's, he claims he was better than the Bont, but I'm not sure. I'd like to see the accolades. Bont and Pally. Um, oh, he's better than Switter. He definitely said he was Spitter, better than Switter. Spittle. Spittles, everyone. everyone. Shout out to the silent investor. Haven't uh, dropped their name for a while. Happy days all day ahead. Let's get into it. I think uh, I don't think we've missed anything there. If we have, apologies, but we're getting into one of the biggest weeks of the year. It's prelim week. It's uh, it's all happening. The uh, the vibes are up and about on the socials at the moment. I can feel uh, the excitement and the nerves coming through uh, the phone and the laptop. It's uh, it's a nervous and exciting week, but it's a big fucking week, and we're it, it's prelim week. It's as simple as that. We've got one week Fire to go. Up, the go. winners going to the granny. It's uh it's finals draft legend spec here. We're going to head to uh, jump into the head to head results. From round 21. First game of the week, <clears throat> it was, uh, who was it? It was the Untouchables, 11-34. Goes down to Don't Be Sards, 13-33. We have a huddo. 13-13! Can you believe it? Don't Be Sards in semi-final week. Goes bananas with a 13-33. He back-to-back huddos. He, uh, he gave me an absolute bath. In the semis, it's really disappointing, but he was he was too good. He's in serious form at the moment. No shame in going down to Dobie Sards, premiership contender, finals uh, behemoth at the moment. He's back to back thirteen hundreds in finals. It's uh, it's really good areas. Uh, congratulations, to Dobie Sards. Gave me a bath. Really showed me what it's about. The untouchable season. Cork in it. It's a bit of a choke coming this end of the uh, this part of the year. Just I haven't been in it. Whatsoever, out uh, in straight sets. How does it feel? Straight sets. It's uh, <clears throat> look, <clears throat> it's disappointing, obviously. Uh, but uh, to be to be fair, I've had more disappoint. I've been more disappointed with losses that I've had throughout the year than I was actually this week. To be honest, it's uh, I've been a bit burnt out. I think I think I burnt myself out. I think I peaked a little bit early. It's been a long stretch this year. Uh, I just wasn't in it mentally come this time of the year. So. Uh, it's disappointing to finish uh, this week, but uh, also at the same time, it's a big relief uh, that the season is just a lot of weight off the shoulders. But uh, look, I'd love to be playing in a prelim this week, no doubt about that. I'm not trying to sugarcoat the loss whatsoever, but uh, yeah, look, I've been more disappointed in the past, so I'll take it in my stride. Bigger and better things next year. Congratulations to Don't Be Sard. It's too good. Oh, uh, congrats on a fine year. Final six again. Uh, passing the trophy back to someone else this year, so uh, that'll be good to see. It is good to see. Look, uh, I, I have thought about it at times this year. 
in terms of winning it or uh, passing the trophy on so, and, you know, stuff like that, those sort of thoughts. And it is a good feeling knowing that someone else actually gets to <clears throat> uh, be- begin the tradition, basically, of holding onto that trophy for 12 months, get their name on it. Uh, you know, a new name up there, new coach, and the bit of silverware out of my di- out of my lounge room and into somebody else's cherished lounge room and on the sh- on the top shelf there on display for others to see. So it's a, it is a good feeling. Four can get it. Who's going to get it? That's what we'll discuss, I we'll, suppose. We'll see who we'll see who gets it. What, what game have you got? In our next matchup, we had the get on the Geary's hosting a home final, finishing with a score of twelve twenty three, defeated by the Heater Wanna Mary's thirteen twenty five. Get on the Geary out in straight sets, along like yourself. He'll be disappointed. Um, you've, you've just come into some mega competition at the wrong time of the year. Heater one Amiris and Sards, probably the two most informed teams in the comp at the moment. Uh, it's an impressive score from the one Amiris, t- over thirteen hundred. Not much more you can say, really. Getting it done away uh, at Get on the Geary. So happy days. It's pretty impressive from the one Amiris, uh, and it's pretty disappointing from Get on the Geary. I know he will be scathing at that loss and that straight sets exit. Um, he's had a great year. He's uh, he's really he's really put his name out there, uh, you know, as one to watch going forward next year. We all knew his credentials and his um, uh, how do you say his potential uh, after just coming in late and taking over a team last year. So we knew what he was about, and uh, he really proved this year that you know he's a he's a top notch coach. Unfortunate for him, he's he's out in straight sets though, and it's uh, the wanders through the uh, prelims. It's uh, it's disappointing, but uh, it just proves that. Just got to get into finals and make your run from there. Peak at the right time, and you may be well on your way to some silverware. So, uh, big congrats there to the Heater One Amiris and Don't Be Sards, and uh, condolences to the Untouchables and get on the Geary. It's been a good year. Uh, it's good to see the Arsenal at the same head. time. Definitely hold your head high. Yeah, it definitely will be. On to 2022, uh, but we've still got a fair bit to go this year. Uh, we've got the big scorers from uh, round 21. We had, uh, we had a, a suggestion during the week. Uh, and I like the suggestion early that we only include the top 10 scorers from players that were relevant in the game week. But then you and I spoke, Steve, and um, it was just difficult to do that because, like, how do you... You would have got probably some sub one, maybe some sub one hardies in there. Probably not, but cut hold would have been cut long. It's just, it, it, just, it just doesn't give the credit to the man at the top of the table here this week. That's, That's a fair you, call. It's... It's Jack Steele topping the charts at 155. He's featured in the top 10 scorers uh, nine of the last 11 weeks. That's brilliant. If Scandals was in, he'd be a dangerous man to have. Owned by Crystal Mick, 143 five-round average, 127 on the year. He'd be in the top three averages on the year, I believe, Steve, probably around that mark anyway. If not, I I reckon he's second. Uh, anyway, he's just a late. He had to get. He is second. Second he, overall. He is, he is uh, a late player. He needed to get named because he's a top three pick next year. If I have pick one, I'm picking Jack Steele. He's a gun. Tackle machine. Loves to get him in and amongst it. Uh, it's a great pick there from Crystal Mick. Just really living up to the fifth overall pick there. Again, I have to name this player because he's having an outstanding year and he's one to watch next year. Where does he go on the draft boards? I don't know, but it's Took Miller with a 155, owned by DeBag. He's 124.4 on the year with 137 three-round average. He's in good form. He's Brownlow contention. He's All-Australian contention. He's had a great year. And uh, DeBaggy's claimed earlier in the year he was untouchable. He was just simply off the trade table, and it's actually a fair call. Third, third highest average overall in the year as well. It's Where does impressive. he go next year? Oh, definitely has to be first round. First round for sure. No doubt about that. Top 10? 
you probably oh probably not. Probably take me pick over a few other ones, given the rucks, whatnot. No, it's close though. It's close. I mean, one twenty four average. You can't around the middle of the first about that. Middle of the first round. Uh, this bloke here doesn't slip past uh, pick three this uh, next year. Jack McRae, 154 this week, owned by the Pops Nugs. He's the top scorer in the league with a 129 average and a 143 three-round average. Uh, you've enjoyed having him, Steve, I'm assuming? He's been impressive. He's, uh, he's a delight to have on your team and uh, highly recommended for anyone looking at him next year. Got Jack Graham coming in at four there with a score of 154, owned by the Pops Nugs again. Uh, look, 85 average on the year, but he's, he's really started to pick that up in the back half, I, I, I assume anyway. 101 three-round average, 99 five-round average, so he's holding form. Uh, they talk about him being the next skipper at Richmond. Oh, settle. Really? Yeah, there is, yeah. Let's talk about him being the next skipper at Richmond. Interesting. Uh, he's they don't been really a- have that next age bracket behind. They've sort of got Dusty behind Cochin that they, you know, there's talk, but, you know, does Dusty want it? Does he, you know, is that his setup? And then there's sort of that next spec. Uh, Jack Graham's in the conversation. Interesting. Grim days. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's been a roller coaster, Jack Graham, up or down. This is an upside week. His averages are not bad, but uh, yeah, you take the good with the bad there. There's an interesting one here. At five, we've got Will Power with a score of 153, owned by the Heater, one of Mary's, previously owned by Get on the Geary with an 85 average on the year. So he goes well above his year average. Um, and thereabouts on his five round average of 86. But the one, the, the taking point there is he hurts Get on the Geary. Um, in his head-to-head matchup, he was well, owned really by him, matters. and it really hurt him. It came back to bite him in the ass. It's a double-edged sword there. That one stings. Uh, next up, number six, Tommy Mitchell, score of one fifty, owned by four twenty Blazer, one sixteen average on the year, seventeenth overall pick. Doing what he needs to do. Uh, next one, surprise for me. We all heard about it. Number seven, two meter Peter or two liter Peter, as we call him here on the potty, one forty-six after kicking seven on the weekend against the Dogs. 81 average on the year, owned by Blue Hour. Impressive score to have. Absolutely. So he was what? off the waiver as well, I believe. Yeah, and he was off the waiver. So it's always a handy pickup when you get someone booting seven, I guess. Mm. Uh, next up, Sam Taylor, score of 140, owned by the Nigel Noah. 88 average on the year, 115, three-round average. Uh, he was also off the waiver, so impressive little nugget he there. He also went back to the waiver and also got picked back up off the waiver. A little bit. By Noonga. I, I had a look at him at one point, but the injury stint was just too long. And... Um, yeah, uh, it's a great pickup from the Noonga coming up. This that point three round year. average is very good to look at. So, uh, congrats to Noonga. You'll need it for this week. Uh, next up, we've got Dane Zorko with a score of 139, owned by Get on the Geary. 110 average on the year. Um, he's been impressive this year, Dane Zorko. Just uh, was definitely wasn't the reason Get on the Geary couldn't get through. Uh, he was his third round pick, so there's some solid value in that one as well. And rounding out the top 10, we've got your old man dreamer, Alex Neil Bullen, with a score of 138, owned by 420 Blaze, at 74 average on the year. Classic upside game. Um, he's been around, he's been on a few teams. Happy to see him settle and get a handy score for Mazzle. A and B, he's just, that's who you said A and B, yeah? Sorry, yep. I was just doing something. Uh, a and B, he's been the feel good story of the draft legends this year. He's been owned by myself, Maz, the Blazers, Sim. He's been around, and uh, the score 138, it's just a credit to him. He's a credit to the man, Alex Neil Bullen. Happy days. That's our top 10. Cut hold line of 138 this week. Disappointing week, but uh, we move on. Just one second. The silence is deafening. Quality for a podium. <clears throat> just got messages coming in. Uh 
Blokes know I'm on the airwaves at this time. Late mail. It's just, no, not late mail, just random texts, but uh, we'll get back to them. They were our top scorers of the week. I know you love the segment, Steve. What did you think of it? 138 cutoff. Disappointing week, but uh, happy to see a few waiver pickups there on the list. Always good to see. Proves the wave wise is strong uh, week in, week out. Um, yeah, happy days. Couple rounds left. Let's keep it moving. Cats of the week. This is the ones. Uh, this ones are really hurt. We didn't even speak about this, so I'm actually looking forward to seeing who popped up in here. Uh, I didn't read this the run sheet until right now. So this is the cats of the week. This is the stinkers. These are the howlers. The shit games. Uh, the, the cost teams. The season this week. The season. Nominees haven't read him. Going to be interesting. Trey Rusco, owned by my scout, uh, owned by myself. Score of thirty eight, seventy four percent time on ground. We all know why we start. Why I started Trey Rusco, right? No, Callum Mills. Callum Mills. Callum Mills is laid out a minute before the game. Three minutes before the game, I had to play someone. Oh, really? So I was. Uh, it was up to Trey Rusco, uh, Trey Rusco, Tabernar or Leicester, and they all went sub sixty. So it didn't matter in the end. But uh, Trey Rusco, it's a. I expect a better than him. Three out of three round average eighty five off the halfback flank. So happened happened in the wrong game. Probably wouldn't have helped, but still thirty eight on your. For mine, I think I, I do think Mills would have gone two fifty plus to be honest. <laughs> so it's, I feel like I've been a bit stiff there, but it is what it is. Uh, Dylan Shield, score of 56. Fuck, the double up for the untouchables is interesting. Um, score of 56, 69% time on ground. Oh, no, it's fair. There's only two teams out this week. Uh, score of 56, uh, 69% time on ground. Disappointing from Dylan Shield. Uh, I've got a bit to say about him, I guess. I may as well say it now. It was a, it was a disappointing hold. Uh, there was a lot of moves that I made mid-year towards the end of the year uh, in terms of dropping players and not trading for players because or, or trading for players, assuming Dylan Shield was going to be coming back strong in the midfield. And he just has not done that. So he's been a really disappointing hold. And moving forward in terms of next year, uh, in terms of holding players, you just miss out on those waiver picks. You miss out on those waiver guns. And the depth options. Unless, unless the player that I'm holding is like an elite gun, I'm not holding him. Dylan Shield, I don't know where he fits in the Bombers anymore. Yeah, midfield stacked. Let's talk about him playing forward. Obviously, I don't know how he... He must have been playing forward with scores of 56 and all that sort of stuff. He just wouldn't be... Out. And if we're fit, I don't think he'd get a run our midfield. Yeah. He's an interesting one, Dylan Shield. So watch your space. Trade bait. Get out there, Dodora. We've got Lance Franklin, score of 38, 96% time on ground. Just one of those games for Big Buddy. Uh, and it's Hurt get on the geary this week. And we've got Jaeger O'Meara. Score of 63, 80% time on ground. He was coming off a big score last week as well that probably got get on the geary pretty close to that win against Scribe. Unfortunately, he didn't get the chocolates. But um, yeah, that's a disappointing <sighs> score from Jaeger. So there are our nominees. Trey Rusco, Dylan Shield, Lance Franklin, Jaeger, O'Meara. Who we got? All right. So as you said before, all nominations contributed to teams losing this week and uh, ending their super coach dreams. With that being said, our round 21 cat of the week is... It's Lance Franklin. It's the Budwell. Owned by Get on the Geary. Score of 38. Um, only lost by Andy. Had he have popped up, probably wasn't the difference, but a better score definitely would have helped. Five touches, three tackles, 60% disposal efficiency, two contested touches, 96% time on ground. Simply not good enough in a, uh, in a semi in the biggest matchup of the year. 
It's an interesting one. I mean, it's a really bad game, and it's definitely hurt on the get on the geary. But, uh, geez, I would have thought Buddy may have had some credits in the bank. Steve, over his career, nearly at the 1,000 goal mark, one of the best Aboriginal players of all time, one of the best forwards of all time, definitely of the modern era. And this he is, can't seem to sneak away from the Cat of the Week nomination. This is not the MRO where we give him a free run every time he comes up. He's accountable for his round 21 performance, and it lost get on the geary, his semi final. It's definitely a Cat of the Week sort of game. Worthy, for worthy, sure. worthy official, so he's in the end of your noms basket anyway. Deserves it. Um, definitely deserves it. It's a really average game. Five touches. Jeez, who'd they play, Sydney? St Kilda? Um, I think they played the Saints. I think the Saints gave him a little bit of a bath. Sounds about right. Oh, no, it was... Oh, no, I'm looking at the wrong round. I think it was St Kilda from memory. Um, yeah, it was. 20 Saints by 29. Who matched up on him? Probably Dougal Howard. Jeez. That's interesting. Five touches. Yeah, that's a cat of the week sort of game. Still Congratulations, Buddy Franklin. You're in the uh, end of year nomination basket for the cat of the year. Uh, it's a really ranked sort of game. Not where you want to be. Absolutely not. We don't need the ladder position anymore. Uh, we're going to move straight through to the footy results and the injury news from round 21. First game of the week, we had the Cats versus the Giants. Giants by 19 points. Definitely the upset of the round uh, down at Cadinia Park there, GMHBA Stadium. Cold, wet. Uh, no fans, no crowd. Uh, Giants go down there in isolation, um, away from home, and they just get the job done. They've actually won the last two times at Cadinia Park, and they've won, I'm pretty sure, four from five against Geelong. They love it down there. They rate it down there. You still wouldn't have tipped them, I guess, but um, it, like you look at it in hindsight, and it's probably not a surprise, but um, they were definitely against the odds. Pretty disappointing from Geelong, but um, Giants in the, in the eight at the moment and uh, alive for finals. We've got Dangerfield, Throat. Um, a test owned by the Noongar. Um, What was the exact injury, Steve? Do you know the name of it? The larynx. The larynx. So we are obviously one of our own. Uh, Coach McBeams, Sim, had a larynx injury this year. I'm not sure if he played cards with him that night that he came here. He actually went to hospital for the same thing for his larynx. They, were, they thought he had a fra- from footy. He got an elbow to the throat and they thought he had a fractured larynx and he couldn't talk, couldn't even hear him at the poker table. Dead set, couldn't hear him from half a metre away. Fuck, sore throat. Pretty serious injury. Um, he's a tough man, McBeams, as well. He's one of the toughest coaches in the league. So, hard as nails. Um, hard as nails. I, I bet, uh, he, would, he would attest that that is um, a serious injury for Patrick Dangerfield there. So uh, best wishes for uh, for Danger. A big shout-out to him, obviously, down from Moggs Creek, a big angler. So, um, no, he's a big listener as well. It's a big one for the Noongas. No one needs him back. hope he gets up for the Noongas this week. You don't want to see these sort of injuries come finals time, especially this part of finals in a prelim. You just want your best side out there. It's only fair. So Agreed. Uh, prayers up for Danger. Gary Rowan, leg test, owned by the Baggies. Uh, probably not relevant at the moment, so we're going to move forward from that. Zach Tui hamstring three to four weeks. That hurts Geelong Footy Club, owned by Schmoey's Superstars. Got the Blues versus Gold Coast Suns. Suns by 19 points. This was really disappointing. This is a, this is a Cork and David Teague season. Is um, he done it? Is he out as coach? He's out. He's out. The review comes out in the next couple of days. He's gone. Um, whether he goes this week before the poor game, whether he goes at the end of the year, I can't see him, I can't see him lasting the week. Is it too, is it too trigger happy? Is it too too quick? No, no, no. He's gone. There's too many coaches available right now. If the coach if the coaching cattle wasn't available at the moment, uh, then you would argue are you pulling the trigger too quickly? But with the cattle available at the moment on the open market, you just simply cannot hold on to him. You take the pun on the next coach. Uh, look, you don't want to be going through coaches like you're going through socks, but. Um, you know, just there's too much available. Just names, Clarkson, Pike, Lyon, Buckley. That's just four bang. 
that you would take over David Teague. They're just credited coaches. They haven't won flags, all of them, but um, you know they've been there about. So it's interesting. Hard. Watch it's his hard. space for sure. He's gone by the end of the week. If the review comes out on Thursday and says David Teague's not coached next year, then why does he coach for two more games? It's a fair call. It's a fair call. He's gone. I just um, think we're very trigger happy in the AFL these days to just, you know, it's a new coach comes in, it's then another year of settling in, it's then another year of, you know. We've just lost the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, that's we lost to North goal. Melbourne last week. We lost the 14th and 18th in the last two weeks. It, it is all falling weeks. apart down there. So, um, yeah, it's grim times at the Blues. It's been a bad 25 years. <laughs> um, we've got Gold Coast, Brandon Ellis, hamstring season. He just came back from a hammy, owned by Lacos. Disappointing. He's obviously a local boy, Brandon Ellis. Shout out. He's listening. And we've got Carlton. We've got Harry Mackay, shoulder one to two weeks, owned by the Noonga. It looks like he's definitely going to miss this week for the Noonga. That hurts. Which is unfortunate. But, um, like, that one is uh, – it's not your danger spec. It's still a serious piece of your puzzle of the Noongar. That's why the kaleidoscope, the mastermind that is Nigel Noongar, is where he's at right now. But um, he's going to have to do what he needs to do and prove his uh, coaching ability this week and get around that. He'll have to plug something in there. Should be. Uh, you just miss out on the upside there with HMAC, I guess. But, uh, yeah, T's and P's out to HMAC. We've got um, Richmond versus North Melbourne. Tigers by 33, no major injuries. Adelaide versus Port Adelaide. Port by four points. We've got an injury to Brody Smith, concussion. He's definitely gone for the one week. 12-day protocol, owned by Scribe. Disappointing. He's been a cog in um, Scribe's wheel this year. Uh, and that's a disappointing That's a disappointing loss for a week. Uh, yeah. It's disappointing. Never like to see injuries. You mentioned it before. Uh, never good to see. So he will miss the one week. Hopefully Scribe can, uh, can lift and get the job done. Enjoy the uh, the enjoy the rewards of him returning next week. We've got St Kilda versus Sydney. St Kilda by 29 points. Shout out to Brad Hill, who didn't actually get a, a mention last week in last week's Pod in the Cat of the Week segment. He I, I skipped it. past it, and I've also skipped past it tonight. Shout out to Brad Hill. Uh, we love you here at the Draft Legends. You're a good man. And if it wasn't for you, the uh, the Cat of the Week segment that is, uh, you know, muchly loved by our listeners and ourselves, it just simply would not exist without you. So a big shout out. I hope you're doing well. Uh, you had a good game on the weekend. We saw that, and uh, best of luck for the rest of the year. No major injuries to report. Uh, next up, we've got Hawthorne versus the Pies. Horse get up on 19 points here. Uh, major injuries, James Warple, foot test, owned by Burnt to a Crisp, uh, now relevant at this time of the year. Um, thoughts there on the uh, Hawkers getting up? Uh, yeah, look, Clarkson's making statements right now. Clark- Alistair Clarkson is making statements and saying, you boys, you, Jeff Kennett and the, uh, and the board here, you potentially made the wrong call here. I've still up. got a lot in me. You fucked up. They've, uh, they've really jumped the, tri- uh, jumped the gun here and gotten trigger happy and pulled the pin and uh, gone Sam Mitchell. Why? They've tried to be proactive and I just think it, it's backfired. I think you there's let- a lot to watch uh, still to unfold here with how all that happened. It will be a good, nice little doco there. Wouldn't mind watching it anyway. Uh, next up, probably one of the oh, second upset of the week, Western Bulldogs versus the Dons. Dons get up by 13 points here. Big win. Big win. Very, very happy to see. Major injuries, Western Bulldogs, Josh Bruce, uh, knee, done for the season, owned by Mince's man. That's, uh, a, that's a heartbreaking story. Josh Bruce. He's third in the Coleman at the moment. He's been with the Dogs all year. He's jumped from ship from St Kilda to come over and help the Dogs forward line. He's, the, he's basically the key to their forward line along with the juggernaut, the astronaut, Aaron Norton. But um, to go with down with an ACL there, um, <laughs> you know, coming into finals, that's, that's as disappointing as it gets. That's stiff. Stiff. Never like to say it. T's and P's go up to Josh Bruce out there uh, in the western suburbs, I guess. Uh, next up, we've got Fro v Brisbane. Brisbane smashed them by 64 points. Uh, major injuries. Nathan Wilson, hamstring, owned by Schmoey's Superstars. Mitch Robinson with a calf, owned by Scribe. With a timeline on that calf. 
Um, I'll just have a quick look. Take it away if you want. Take it away, no worries. We've got uh, West Coast versus Melbourne. Melbourne by nine points. I fell asleep half time of this game. Uh, West Coast, Shannon Hearn, hamstring TBC, owned by the Crisps, acquired in a trade uh, with Crystal Mick for Travis Boak and Mitch State Robinson test on his calf. So watch this space. Hopefully, doesn't hopefully can get up. Uh, just give a bit of death ush and a scribe. Um, there you go for Mitch Robinson. Prayers up for Mitch Robinson. And um, yeah, that Melbourne West Coast game again. Melbourne just. You know, getting the job done, top of table now. It's interesting. It's going to be a team to watch in the finals anyway. Whether they, we uh, whether we rate them or we don't, it's it's, it's up for debate. But uh, and results fall their way. People above them obviously not getting the job done. Uh, definitely helps. So it should be an exciting finish to the season. That was our, there were footy results and injuries from round twenty one. We launch into round twenty two. Let's get serious. What's uh, what's happening on the waiver this week, Steve? Dead set haven't clicked in me up this week. Uh there is a total of six waiver acquisitions. Bergman goes to Don't Be Sards. Dylan Clark goes to Scribe. Hita Wanamiris did a bit of dancing, picked up McPherson, then dropped him for Tarrant. Now he's picked up Nash. For, for Tarrant as well there, I see. Yes, and then uh, he's dropped Tarrant again for Nash. So the inclusions of Bergman, Clark, Hanabry to Don't Be Sards, and Nash to the Wanamiris. There you like go. Like anything there? Um, do I like anything? Just Tarrant is a watchy space, but he's back on the waiver. Hanabry, geez, I, I don't want to give advice on the pod, but it's a, it's a bold move picking up Hanabry. Don't be sides in a, in a prelim. It's, uh, it's zero or hero right here with Daniel Hanabry. I don't mind the Has Dylan it? Clark pick up for Scrub as well. Up against Gold Coast this week. No, I don't mind it. He's been handy. He'll be good. He'll be right. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. It's obviously Essendon player. I don't know about that. Dylan Clark's an interesting one. That Hanabry one could be a serious watch his, play, uh, watch his space if he starts on Sard's field. It's risky, but uh, I love rolling the dice this time of year. You're not going to win a title by playing it safe. Go for glory. But he's, he's hitting 13. He's back-to-back huddos this week. Uh, don't be Sard's. He doesn't need to start Hanabry, so it's going to be interesting to watch if he does. I'm not saying to start him or not, but I don't know if Sard's needs to run the risk right now. So it's an interesting one. Back his coaching depth, ability, though. I think it's a depth option for him. I, I, I would find it hard to believe that Sards plays in this week, but uh, hey, you never know. Absolutely. He's a, he's a known gun when he's playing and he's on fire, so it's, it wouldn't surprise me if he did start Hanabry at all, uh, but it would be a bold move to start him in a prelim after being out for the majority of the year. Has he even played a game this year? No, I don't think so. Let him get his sea legs. Jeez, what a, a statement from Doby Sards. What an absolute statement. Could be could be a grand final little nugget he's bringing to the team now. Jesus. Um, and who are, we, who are we to question Doby Sards at the moment? No, that's it. There's, there's, a, there's a reason why we're fucking out of, out of the hunt, I guess. He's one of four. Um, coaches remain, so uh, big shout out there. J- uh, Peatling, he's back on the waiver. That was uh, that was almost egg on face sort of set up there for Sards. Uh, he obviously went for 35 in the first game of the week. He would have been... Um, he would have been uh, biting his fingernails. One and done for old Peatling. It's all right. Got him, uh, got him the chocolates the week prior, whatever he did with him. I don't know what happened, but um, there you go. That was our waiver activity. It's nice and short. Sure. That. It was, uh, it's never going to be big this time of year. So uh, happy days ahead. That'll lead us into one of our favourite segments. We are the People's League. We are the People's Pod. We are a pod and a league made by the people, for the people. It's where we get to hear from our fans and our listeners. Uh, this is this week's Mailbag. I think you're up for this mail, Steve. I am. If you just give me one sec. 
We can indeed. <coughs> it's an interesting one. This one came across the emails. Uh, it wouldn't emails. surprise once you hear who who this is, and um, if anyone that knows this person knows their setup, um, he's a, he's the type of bloke that sends an email. Put so it that way. Very. We'll leave it at that. Hey. All right. Let's rip into it then. All right. Here we go. Yo, Dan and Steve. You're here right now. It's been a while. I've started listening to the podcast recently and noticed that someone has stolen my entire identity. Not only has my alias been taken from me, but also who I am as a person. I now walk down the street and I'm unrecognisable and you could say I'm a shadow of the person I once was. With that being said, I have a list of demands to all people who live in Greater Melbourne. Number one. Every single person who lives in the metropolitan suburb of Melbourne must not refer to anyone bar myself as McBeams, Beamer, or anything Beam-related. Two, I must be referred to as King Beamer or King of Melbourne, whichever you prefer. Three, anyone who wishes to use my alias in the future must contact my lawyer, lawyer, Lionel Hutz. If not, I'll happily meet you at the closest car park near King Street. If we get that bad part, I'll kick everyone out. No one will have anyone to go before circuits. On that note, I couldn't give a flying fuck if Big Bad Sammy A went to Frytown and thought my last name was spelt MC Beams. A fry-out even for that magnitude does not warrant identity theft. I'll show you how you do it, son. That's nothing. Catches the real Beamer. No, he doesn't. Got him. No, he doesn't. I want half what he got. <laughs> Jesus. That's, uh, that's an interesting piece of mail. It's really nice to hear from Mick. Um, uh, first time I've heard from him this year First time mailer I believe First time I've heard from him in about three, four years to be or Two or three, four years to be honest with you uh, He hasn't changed one bit has he really uh, It's a very arrogant piece of mail from him uh, A few demands there which What's your thoughts on the demands? Don't mind him Don't mind it I feel like uh, Sim has uh, Well he, he definitely wouldn't have spoken to Mick about his team name I'll so. only be referring to Simo as McBeams for what it's worth I'll yeah. be ignoring the list of demands yeah. Personally. It's up for debate. Uh, I wouldn't be wanting to... Look, if I was Sim, I wouldn't want to walk into Mick uh, in a dark alley. <laughs> um, to be fair. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Ah, uh, yeah. For the sake of the argument. We'll just go with that. But um, it's really good to hear from Mick. Hope you're doing well out there. Hope the uh, hope the young one's doing right and the, uh, the old cheese and kisses. Yeah, he is. He uh, had the newborn this year. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. We'll have to actually speak to maybe <laughs> Sim about that. I'm actually scared to call Sim McBeams at the moment after with that with that sort of mail coming in. Listen to man's come out. No, we appreciate the mail. Good to hear from you with the real Beamer. Um, thanks, Mick, for also sending through that Q music um, <laughs> just for the added piece of mail. So, no, I really appreciate that shout-out. Love any piece of mail. Uh, There's one that came across the desk earlier in the week. I just remembered to get it up now. Uh, this is this one. So, this is Mailbag. Uh, don't fucking... Don't fucking call go. Again, the uh, the grammar in this is pathetic. <laughs> so maybe um, take the clues and see who it is. Don't fucking go calling out, making call outs about people not writing in about mail from anonymous. So that's in reference to last week's pod when uh, there was, I wouldn't say it was a call out, but we're pretty disappointed that we didn't get any mail last week. Yeah. So that one's from Marcus. Let's yep. be serious. Marcus does write in a lot of mail. Um, At least he wrote something in, I guess. Yeah, so it counts. Appreciate he, he it. He listens to us. He listens to us. That's all we can ask for. Moving forward, though, Marcus, maybe just proofread your own mail so it's not a hard time for us on us at our end. Quality reading. over quantity. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So maybe it was just best we left that one out. <laughs> anyway, 
It is what it is. Really appreciate it. But I uh, really appreciate hearing from Mick. I'm sure the listeners are going to love that. And um, shout out to you, Mick, when you're listening on the way to work tomorrow morning. That was this week's Mailbag. It was a good one. Uh, it was a good one. Just getting some messages from our callers, Heath George. Um, Heath George told us to call him at 7.30. I've organised him to call for 7.30. Um, so we started the pod half an hour earlier, and now I just get a message saying, call me at 7.50, please. So he's just calling shots, Heath George. So <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Uh, it's just an interesting one now. <laughs> We're just going to have to shift around that. We could have had the extra 25 minutes. Bit of vaping, bit of a few more wines. I, I don't know what we could have done with that time, but it is what it is. We are going to go through um, the round twenty-two AFL matchups. We're going to go have a little review of last week's what, uh, Steve? Pops multi madness. Smashing. Not much to write home about here. Four and four last week. One leg avoided. Hit on Richmond, Rory Laird, McRae and Melbourne. Record on the season, 38 and 34. So still in the positive units. Um, unfortunately, there will be no multi tonight because there is only one market available on sports, but due to the venue confirmations. So we might just have to do a few tips here, Dreamer, and then uh, we'll work on a multi over the coming days. Surely we can put a multi on something of some sort. Well, they've got. We can do a same game. Ah, there's one. Let's game. put a same game multi on. Shout out to the same game multi enthusiasts. We had a couple of wins over the weekend. We stay alive. Um, we all get another round of betting in. It was a good round for us. I think we got up five or six hundred bucks, something like that. Uh, we had a same gamer on the Sunday slate, I believe. Quick shout out to Lacos as well, who's um, who's coming to the second round of the SGM uh, enthusiast round two, and he's just brought um, some really good energy. Uh, he's really lifting. I feel like he's really lifting others around him as well. And um, big shout out to that. We just want positive energy when it comes to multis. You don't want to be negative Nancy about it, do you? No. You need positivity under the gambling space. Um, how much does it take home? Uh, look, not much each, but we enough stay alive. We've got yeah, enough, yeah, that's, that's enough to roll about. over for another round of betting. Rome wasn't built in a day, you know. No, Get that right. kitty up, go hard from there. We all know how it goes. So, you know, we've only put in 100 bucks for the year each, and um, we still all got to bet this weekend. So, uh, fingers crossed, I think we get up, especially if Lacos and um, and everybody else is bringing that sort of energy. Uh, I think we can I can really I stay think home this last. Week. Yeah, I think, I think we hit as well. So, let's put a same game multi on, and uh, I'll put it forward to the chairman of the enthusiast in Bern McDowell, uh, the colonel. Uh, we'll put it forward to him. Maybe we can sneak it on there for a cheeky 50 or something like that. We'll see so how we go. What game have we got in the multi this week? It, the only game available on sports, but it's Freo versus West Coast on the Sunday afternoon. Okay, we'll get to that at the last game then. <laughs> so we'll go for some tips. Uh, we've got Brisbane versus Collingwood. It's uh, played at the Gabba. I think Brisbane off a 65-point win this week. Uh, I think they uh, I think they get up. Brisbane at the whatever the line is. There you go. We've got uh, Geelong versus St. Kilda, GMHBA. They play down there back-to-back. I can't see them losing two games in a row there. Cats to bounce back. St. Kilda have been hot, but uh, no, nah, I'm pot committed on the Cats now, so uh, I'll be going hard on them. We've got uh, Gold Coast versus Essendon at Metricon. Gold Coast, obviously, a cheap win against the Blues. Uh, well earned, though, I guess. But uh, Essendon also a big win against the Dogs. So we're going to have to tip Essendon there. It'll be Dons in the land side there. We've got GWS versus Richmond. This one is the biggest game of the week for mine. There's a spot in the eight on the line. Whoever mm. wins is in the eight. Winning, uh, you're in. Winning, you're in. It's uh, um, you're going to tip Richmond, aren't you? Because you've been backing them all year. <laughs> I think I have to. You're invested, so I'll go the other way. I'll tip JWS. It'll be a small line, though. It'll be a single-digit line, that's for sure. 
Who do you think comes out on favourites? Probably Giants, yeah. yeah. So I'll probably take the value there with the Tigers. Uh, next up, Hawthorne versus Western Bulldogs. Uh, scheduled for Tassie. Who actually knows? Uh, expecting the Dogs to bounce back in a big way here. Uh, can you agree? Um, what was the game? Hawks v Dogs. Uh, scheduled for down in Tassie, but doubt it. Ah, uh, fuck if I know. I'm going to take Hawthorne. Next up, we've got Melbourne versus Adelaide Crows. Uh, it's been a week of turmoil for the Adelaide Crows. I uh, still don't think that helps them, and Melbourne, t- too hot at the moment, so it's simply Melbourne for me. Dreamer, who taking? Who is it? I've, I've, bro, there's so much going on. Heater's seriously fucking me around at the moment. <laughs> Heath George, uh, you're lucky you're the coach of the decade, otherwise I'd probably be giving you the can tonight. You're just fucking me around. So um, uh, I'm, tipping, uh, I'm tipping Adelaide. Uh, actually, I'll tip Melbourne. Next up, we've got North versus Sydney scheduled for Marvel. Swan's too strong for me. Uh, Port Adelaide versus Carlton on this Sunday afternoon, I believe. Uh, I'll tip Port there, flat track bullies. North Sydney, did we not do that? North Sydney, I forgot to ask you for your tip. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tip Sydney there. Callum Mills to return. One week too late. Yeah. Uh, Port versus Carlton, I'm assuming you're taking the Blues. Uh, mm, like it'd be bold. I'll take the blues. It'd be bold. I'll take the blues in Mark Murphy's three hundredth. He's got oh, He's got it. He's got go. there. Let's My clap man. it in. Well deserved. Stalwart of the club. Finally get some respect. Um, he is he is limping over the three hundred line there. Uh, it's great to see another AFL player hit the three hundred mark. He deserves it. He's battled through hard times. Happy to see it. I might even tune into that game for what it's worth. I believe uh, I believe it's a record-breaking year for players that have played 300 this year. There you go. I think, if, I think uh, Murphy gets in one other player. I think it makes 12. 12 300 gamers in a year as a record, AFL record. Uh, look, we followed Mark Murphy hard this year. Uh, you thought he'd get there. I didn't think he'd get there. I think it's fair to say we both agree that he deserves to be there. Uh, his form doesn't warrant him being there, but we've um, we've got him over the line, and that is one positive to take out of Carlton Football Club. How they've gone about this, you shouldn't be gifting players games, but someone that's stuck around the footy club through hard times, captain of the club through a shit show of the last ten years uh, and beyond that. Uh, it's a credit to Mark Murphy as a bloke, and um, yeah, congratulations on the three hundred games. It's been an awesome career to watch. Um, hasn't been great. To follow the Blues, but uh, you know, following Mark Murphy, it's been he's stuck it's been for a good that. Ride. That's impressive. That's impressive. He's so. he stuck through the hard times. Um, played finals a couple of times. It'll do. He's had a good career. Congratulations. Happy days. Now let's, let's get, get to our last game. We said it before. Freo versus West Coast being played over there at Optus. West Coast dollar forty two favorites. Freo two eighty seven with a line of fourteen and a half. Start it there. Uh, I think it's sort of hard to tip a winner right now if we could steer away from the line. Got uh, t- you want to do touches or goal scorers? I always like to start with see if there's someone that you can get the top touches for the game. See if there's someone there that's a lock. Like, you know, a Laird for Adelaide. You basically just lock him in you know, whenever he's playing for the most touches on the ground. So most disposal markets aren't out because teams haven't been announced. Oh. So you can choose your... To get 40, 35, 30, 25. Okay, let's go 30. See if anyone just jumps off the page there. Does anyone jump for you? Uh, I like Andrew Brayshaw, two bikes. He's out. Is he? Yeah. Got suspended for a week for eye gouging. Well, there we go. That settles that. So then... Probably not. 
You could go Tim Kelly for 25. Go Gaffert. Oh, go Gaffert something. Gaffert something to rack him up on the wing. He'll probably punch a fuck out of Brayshaw if he plays anyway. 230 for 30? Yeah, let's go. All right. 25 touches. Who do you like? Cheros or wrong? Which one of those I don't like Don't like either <laughs> of them. Mundy? Uh, yeah, don't mind money for 25. Is there any uh, fantasy markets? Cherry to go 120 plus? No, that's a uh, Ladbrokes thing. Okay. I might also throw in Tim Kelly, 25. Okay. That's enough touches. Yep. Goal scorer? Goal scorers. Maybe we could go like a Josh Kennedy or a Darling or a Tabernar or um, They're all one of them three. Tabernard dollar oh four, very short. Okay. Little Nuggetron. Sean uh, Darcy here goal, dollar ninety. Yeah, why not? Back the Fuck kaleidoscope it. in the mastermind. Um we'll follow him this and week. And just put something else in there. Jamie Cripps. It's, pretty, rank, it's a pretty it's a ranked malt. It's a garbage malt. Um Gaff thirty, Cherry twenty five, Kelly twenty five, Sarong twenty, Darcy anytime, Cripps anytime. 20 on it to win. 6-10. Oh. To win. $610. Oh, that's all right. It's a it couple. A, it's a couple. It's a couple, and depending on what you get She's them at, on. it's probably a packet of ciggies. We uh, need uh, a vape. A couple yeah. of bags and a vape. Yeah. There you go. Always a good combo. Go through that vape pretty fucking quick, though. Um, yeah, disappointing work. I'll uh, whip one up when the markets drop. So we're at 7.25. This is, uh, we're right on cue for, uh, sorry, we're at 7.28. Is that right? 7.21. 7.21. So we're actually a little bit early to call Heath at 7.30 scheduled time. So we would have just talked some shit or, or found something to do. But Heath's put his uh, phone call back to 8 o'clock now or 7.50. So we've got half an hour to burn. Um, I've just messaged uh, Don't Be Sards and Get On The Geary to see if they can um, jump on an early call. Yep. I'm not getting any responses. So... That's right. Shall we just continue on and circle back? Well, I feel like these calls need to happen now. Let's just start calling. We'll just call their numbers? Maybe we can call Marcus to fill in some time. Uh, no, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'll call um, I'll call Domi Sides. I don't like to do this because we set it in a time. We work around that time. These blokes are playing here in a semi-final of the Draft Legends quiz. They'd be... I'm telling you now, get on the gear. He'll be his, his phone would almost be off right now, just prepping up for the quiz. So I'm going to try call him. Uh, I'm not really about this, but I'll do it anyway. Here we go. Yeah, we've got Dave Bissards. Quick question. Are you available to do your quiz now? Because Heath George, is, um, he's fucked me around. I'm in the shower. All right. Beautiful. You're live in the airwaves. <laughs> you're live in the airwaves. It's going to be good listening tomorrow. Um, okay, how long are you going to be? Five, ten? Uh, yeah, I've already washed up, mate. So I just bet it doesn't matter of drying up. All right. Let me give get on the gear a call and I'll have a chat with him, see if he's available. If so, we're going to bring your call forward in 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll be five. I'll be five. All right, mate. Cheers. Yeah. Fuck, I don't even know if I got his number. He'll be on to get on the geary. No, it's not saved. Um, I feel that's a bit disrespectful. 
Yeah, considering he's given me his number twice, it is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. I, uh, all right, got his number. The beauty, the beauty of messenger chat and being able to just search based on words, keywords that you've used. It's a great tool. Tap it. The person you are calling. This is, oh, this is on Heath George. <laughs> this is on this the one is on this George. one. Should I straight up just change the matchup to Don't Be Sards, off, off the cuff, Don't Be Sards versus the Noongar? The Noongar's available. And just go Geary versus Wanamiris? Is that going to cause a commotion? Fuck it. They're both on the... They're both Eastern Conference. They're both ready. West, they're Western both ready. Confer- what is it, East? Yeah, they're both Eastern Conference. This is on heater. I'm doing it. We're doing it. Executive decisions have been made on the fly. All right. Sorry, boys, but you can all thank Heath George for this fuck around. <laughs> um... Let's go. I'm going to get Brendan Glaive. Kaleidoscope on the line. Hello. Brendo, we're a little bit early. Just tell me in one word, can you take your quiz early? Yeah, it's all right. Of course he can. He's a kaleidoscope. We've got the coach of the Noongar. He's in a prelim. He's in a semi now. Let's go! Let's go! Run, 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 Gordon. Let's go. We're we're having some dramas at the moment. Heath George, typical of Heath George. He's fucked me around with the time here. Um, So we brought your call forward. And you're actually on the off, like just straight up off the cuff here. You're going against Don't Be Sards. Oh right, okay. Because uh, uh, get on the Geary won't pick up his phone. Uh, Heath George isn't available to seven fifty, so I'm just we're just off the fly, just trying to work with it. So hopefully you're happy with that. Yeah, no stress. We got, easy. we got no choice. I'm going to put you on hold and get Don't Be Sards on the line. Too easy. Thanks, mate. This is fucking very interesting. Should I tell Cav about it? Uh, you should probably. Or just let him go till he come till I manage the calls. I'm going to let it go until we merge the calls. What's going on? All right. So I uh, appreciate it, obviously, with the mix-up and all that sort of stuff. We've uh, got coach of uh, Don't Be Sides. He's in an elimination final. Uh, what is he, in a prelim? And he's in a semis prelim, tonight. Yeah. So it's a uh, pleasure having you on board. Don't Be Sides. How are you? Yeah, going well. How are you going, boys? Good, uh, good Sars. Pleasure to have you on board. And uh, apologies for the early start, but uh, we've got Heda Wanamiris to blame for that one. That's all right, mate. Well, it's pretty hard over there, so... Happy to do it. Really really appreciate it. Just going to merge the calls. Uh, We've got both the callers on the line. One of you knows who you're up against. The other doesn't. Ah, there you go. <laughs> What's going on, Ox? <laughs> so we've had um, we've had the mix, we've had the mix up, boys. Obviously, he does push the call back. Get on the gearies and answering his phone because he was assuming that he was going to get called at eight. Um, so yeah. I'm not really sure exactly what's happening right now, but you two are on the line, so I really appreciate it. Um, That's right. You guys know the drill with the quiz, trying to keep it clean this week. Uh, we always had a dramas the last couple of weeks, so I really cleaned it up. Uh, when you're yep. listening tomorrow, we've had a bad 10 minutes, though. So I'll be honest. Yeah, it's trying been, to get a, on the heat, it's been so an average 10 minutes of listening. Just prepare the ears for that. Can and, you um, cut it out? Um, I can. 
Yes, you can. You can indeed. That's a I great can. suggestion, sir. It's been really good, but just Heath, he's just thrown a spanner in the works. So I might run with it tomorrow. Fuck it. We'll just see how we go. Yeah, we'll see um, how it is. Anyway, we're not going to fuck around any longer here. Uh, what are we, a buzzers, boys? Nah. Come on, squirt. <laughs> Beautiful. Just running with the theme at the moment. Love it. Um, how good's that? So um, you guys know the rules, obviously. We've got seven questions tonight and two who am I's. We've just tried to clean it up a little bit, but we did like the who am I's. I know you were playing um, guess the player last week at uh, wherever you guys were. I think we used that Flinders Street. Flinders Street, yeah. Flinders Street. So, yeah, great game. I just thought it was targeted too much at the Nuffies, which, I mean, we're all Nuffies, but you've got a couple that just really aren't like yeah. – um, So, I just thought I'd try to fair it up. Complete fair call. Yeah. So, uh, really, Ray, looking forward hey, to – Before you go on, do it. Brenda, you want to tell the story how it went down or – Yeah, let's hear oh, it. Oh, yeah, the shout-out to our old mate, Pup and Pat. Yeah, well, let's hear <laughs> it. Go for so, it. <laughs> Pup and Pat was claiming that he knew basically um, every – oh, you know what I mean? Every- he said – Name off a few players in the top 50 and I'll know whose team they're from and whatnot. And named a couple of early ones and he got them. And then, actually, I don't know, he might have got one. And then started naming off a few and Springer sort of took over. And it got to a point where I think they were, they were going head to head at it. And it was about 10 in a row. And uh, Springer's won every one of it with the paddle. So, in other words, they fuck he's not here for this part of the quiz because it was fucking disgraceful. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Puff he brought, he brought it up and then went, oh, yeah, went just completely ran over him. But yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Got beaten at his own game, which is good. It was a fucking embarrassment. It was lucky it was only us there, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good. We'll, um, but we'll, we'll bring it in the end of year nomination show. We'll just get two callers on. Maybe even Sards versus Puff and Pat. How about we lock that down for the yeah, end of year uh, nom show? Yeah, just a strictly who another, I'm on. Another whitewash. Yeah. We'll go, just, just straight up. Uh, who, which which players this team from? Uh, teams to play from. Anyway, um, going to get into the quiz, boys. Uh, we've got seven questions. Two who am I's? Uh, looking forward to it. You're listening to the Draft Legends quiz. Play at home. Listen to the best uh, the Draft Legends have to offer in a semi final tonight. Best of luck, boys. All right. First question. Question one. Crisp lost to Scribe in Ep Four. The Draft Legends put it down to Chriso spending too much time doing what? Nunga. We've got Nunga. Okay, that's quick. Working at the block. That's correct. correct. No surprises there. That was a quick buzzer. You're right, Sards. That was extremely (laughs) quick there. (laughs) All right, question two. Who are the two teams that auto-drafted this season? Noonga. Noonga. It was me and Ben. Correct. Too quick. I know. (laughs) I'm in the edge of my couch here, ready to pass. <laughs> I'm pacing around like a fucking idiot here. <laughs> Question. You'd be sucking on that bait hard. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, Question three, boys. In a YCBS nomination, Boydo asked for two players averaging 90 in return for which player? Squirts. That's Squirts. The tracker. Oh, no, 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 no. You got a free hit, Noonga? Did I get the question again, sorry? Yep. In a YCBS nomination, Boydo asked for two players averaging 90 in return for which player? Oh, I don't know. It's um, Perryman? Pretty close. No cigar. You want to have another go at a stringer just for credibility? No, I thought it was Billings, but... Uh, Whitfield, Whitfield boys. Whitfield, yep. 
All right, question four, gents. Best of luck. In his weekly caller guest appearance, Hita Wanamiri's claimed which player would average over 100 on the year and win the Rising Star. Noonga. Noonga? I'll guess Tom Green. It's a good fucking guess. Oh, nice. That's right. Nice. Um, so this one here, Very nice, man. this one here, I'm going to swap the questions over because this one actually invo- involves the Noonga and it was meant for Sards versus Geary, but we've had a mix up. So I'm, I'm taking this question five and swapping it, Steve. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll swap the fives. That makes sense. Um, question five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. In ep six, Jeremy Cameron, the outdoor athlete, couldn't. Oh, no, this is not fair either because Stringer was on the pod in this episode. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Can't, can't do that one. Oh, this one's shot. good. This one's good. This one's good. That's a, that's a big day for you, big question there. Oh, <laughs> I, I just remembered. Sorry, boys. Um, this is Heath, Heath again. Um, which player went off injured during a game at halftime, costing get on the Geary a spot in the 1400 club? Noonga. Noonga. Tim Kelly? That's right. Very, very strong right now. Um, so hold on just before. I'm not even off the mark yet. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You've got the who am I for big points still to come. Okay. All right. In question five, here we go. In the applause of the year nomination, which AFL player was banned for trying to smuggle Nog into the Tiwi Islands? Nooga. Nooga? Hey, no, that's not it. Um... Rioli? He's got it. All right, score check. Uh, we're on five now. <laughs> five, five zip. Can't, can't start. It's a big bounce back here. Let's go. Still gettable yep. from here. Still gettable from here. Question uh, seven. In the middle of the year, who earned a YCBS nomination for going down with a dislocated shoulder? Give you, a, um, give you a clue, boys. Who's the quickest on the buzzer here? I'll give you, give you a clue. It's not a player. Squirts. Don't, don't be squirts. <laughs> That'd be the goal umpire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Goal umpire watch. How, how could we forget that? That is one of the greatest moments of this season. Oh, <laughs> we were, and, and, to be, and the best part about it was that we had about 10 draft legends on the couch watching it together, didn't we? And, yeah. Um, yeah. What a watch that was. So, no, congrats to get off the mark there. Don't be sarge. All right, squirts is on the board. So we're into the who am I's now, boys. So this is for three points. I was born in 1993 and played my juniors for Noble Park. All right, for two points. I was drafted by Collingwood, but now play for another Victorian club. Squirt. Squirt. Phillips? Incorrect. It's a good attempt, though. You had to go Do you want a chance to steal for two, or do you want to hear the next one? Yeah, now give us the next one. I was drafted in the second round in Supercoach by Schmoe's Superstars. Um, yeah, I know. It was Adam Trelaw. Oh, it's hard to. It's sort of hard to get it when um he hasn't played much footy this year and uh he's been yeah, quiet. Schmoe's Superstars. You just haven't seen mm, the name pop up like, that much. Yeah, that was good. 
Yeah, we tried to clean them up a little bit, boys. Good um, question, but I reckon there would have been a couple out there who would have pounced on that one yeah. pretty early. It's hard yeah. to know <laughs> who knows what, so we kind of keep it general. But uh, no, nah, it was out of On to the next one. On to the next one. Um, I was born in 1993 and drafted out of Sturt Football Club. League in South Australia, boys, if you didn't know that. Yeah. That was for three points. I'm going to go to two points. For two points, I started my AFL career at Port Adelaide, but now play for a Victorian club. Squirts. Don't be squirts. Wingard. It's a good get. That's a, good, that's a great that's get. A quality get. That's a great get from, um, from Don't Be Squirts there. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, though, it, it just isn't enough to get you over the line. The Noongar nah. goes through to the prelim with 5-3. Good, good, Congratulations to Nigel Noongar through, to um, through to the prelim. Um, but really do appreciate both you um, just going with the flow there and, and taking the phone call and uh, bearing with us here. Apologies for good, any mix-up there. But, no, that was really good. I thought it was a lot cleaner than last week anyway, and it was a really good battle there. Another yeah, question. Nailed, nailed that on your end this time, fellas. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Another question. Well done, Dan. I think you might have got through there. Yes, so on your right. gents, big congrats. Respectable loss, though, but it is the Noongar that goes through the prelim. Uh, you're both uh, in a prelim this week, speaking of prelims uh, in the draft mm-hmm. legends. Um, Sards, talk us through what's going through your head and your matchup this week. Oh, well, I'm absolutely, absolutely keen as. Um, <laughs> coming on the on, on, a, on a harder hat trick, actually. So if I can. Keep that up. Unheard of areas. Go, yeah, go, go, <laughs> go, if I can get back and describe it's going to be up, up around there, you'd think. So if I can hit 13, I think I might maybe pip him. We'll see. I think 1,300 uh, gets you a win this week for what it's worth. Uh, I'm not an mm. expert, but I think 1,300, look, if you go down with a 1,300, you go down swinging. That's no doubt about that. So best, exactly of, best right. of luck for you. You've, uh, you've had a good final series, back-to-back 1,300s, as you said. Uh, best of luck for you this week. Congratulations on the win last week. And Nunga, what about you? What's uh, what's going on in your end? You're obviously playing up at Ayers Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big game. Um, oh, fuck. It's going to be a tough task. He does team, he's got his team peaking uh, at the right time of year, but you never know. See what happens. Neither danger to play. It's one, a big one thing, is, one thing I know for sure is fucking bring on Friday night because I'm fucking hanging for some games to start. Yeah, absolutely. We'll <laughs> be, be having a sticky nose. For what it's worth. Um, Very exciting. For what it's worth, question five, boys, that I couldn't ask was um, was our top of table, top of table Nigel confirmed to use which platform to get his super coach scores? <laughs> <laughs> so the, I know, same I pla- the same platform. Footy info, isn't it? <laughs> no, he's fan footy info. will probably explode this weekend with the amount of updates it's going to be copied. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be hard. Uh, you're going to, On your web browser, there, no. Uh, pleasure to hear from you, boys. Best of luck to both of you this week in the prelims. It's been a mighty effort to get here. Um, hopefully, you can keep it going uh, for the rest of the year. And maybe you can face off in the. Um, Face off in the granny. That'd be interesting. But it's Nigel Nunga through to the draft le- uh, draft legends blah, blah, elimination blah, blah, final blah, quiz blah, next blah, week. Blah. Big week for you, Nunga. Good on your lads. On your jets. Cheers. Cheers over the weekend, obviously, Nunga. Let's go. 100%. Run, 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 it's the police. Hey, boys. Oh. Track of the year for mine. It's up there. Fuck these white cunts. Love it. Um, let's get into the next call. Are we a bit early to call Heath? We are just a little bit. I'll shoot him a message, see if he's available now. 
This pod re- is revolving around the Wanners. It is. 7.50 sharp, question mark. That was a really nice quiz, though. It was a tough battle there. It's tough. A couple more questions. Saab might have been on there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and we're back. And we are back. <laughs> uh, we've had some dramas. We're going to have to do some editing here. It's going to be a long night. Um, going to give our callers a call. Here we go. Going to get get on the gear on the line. Really appreciate you there. Yep, ready to go. Yeah, just maybe say hello, mate. That's what usually you do when you answer the phone. We got um, we've got uh, look. Let's not fuck about here. We got one of the best coaches of the year. We got to get on the Geary on the line with us tonight. Here we go. In a semi, baby. Boys. Let's go. Really pre- appreciate it. We've had a really bad twenty minutes. Um, it's been a shit show over here. Heath George um, has fucked us around big time. I'm gonna. Oh no! Yeah, I'm, pop, I'm, I'm, pop on that. I'm sure. Uh, I'm get, sure he's got a few excuses for him. He gets a free run this one. <laughs> we, did, we did lock in seven thirty, and uh, and then Heath has thrown into this row. How fucking it? arrogant from Heath! He gets a free run to the semis, <laughs> and then he commits to a time, and then he can't. Deliver on that time. He's so got to be better than that. He's thrown it at. That's Heath for you. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to put you on hold, Geary, and then we'll go from there. All right. Yeah, good. Thank you. Right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, hey. It's, um, it's uh, it is good to finally hear from you. Let's leave it at that. We got Heath George out of the UK. You've, uh, uh, I've been better, Heath, to be honest, but it's uh, it's good to hear your voice. It's I was, good to hear your voice, was, Heathy. I've been a bit cut, but... Uh, How are we all? Going well, still breathing, still in lockdown over here, mate, still so you probably have a lot that's, more fun. That's amazing. Just, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? How are you going, Heath? We're, we're going to just stay positive on this end of the mic with what's going on the last <laughs> half an hour. What's, uh, what's happening with you, mate? <laughs> no, I'm going well, thanks, boys. Yeah, just uh, cruising along, just uh, having a bit of... Smoko at the moment, just gnawing into a banger, so right, uh, everything is going good here at the moment. Going yeah. well, yeah. No, so yeah, everything's sweet. Beautiful. All good. Um, we've had a mix-up where you're actually versing Get On The Geary now tonight um, because some people weren't available with uh, you oh, changing wow. the time slots and all that sort of stuff. So you've only got yourself to blame. So um, it is what it, <laughs> you'll, you'll have a listen tomorrow. <laughs> it is what it is, mate. But uh, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to get him on the line, all right? Great, as no doubt. All right, mate. One sec. All right, boys, reveal yourselves. Yeah, not quite good enough. Uh, you know, a bit too good for me last week. Well done to yourself. Thank you, mate. That, must, that must sting. That must, that must, really oh, so, must sting. So, so, so what's happened is you'll, you'll have a listen tomorrow, but Heath George is... Uh, I, just she- assumed it was, I just assumed it was camera. I thought, that doesn't sound quite like camera. Lord. It's not a mobile. I'll be there. Okay. Heath is... It's a bit nice from you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Heath's actually just shifted the goalposts on us tonight with a time slot. So unfortunately, I, I did try to call you a bit early. Nah, sorry, yeah. Fuck around, boys. Nah, it's all good, mate. Apologize. Just good to hear your voice, Heath. That's all. 
Um, so we've just done the best with what we could, and we had to merge you two and the Noongar and the and um, Dobie Sards have already gone at it. So um, these are the second callers for tonight. But um, I won't hold you too much longer because we know you're on Smoko in your roast pork roll, Heath. Um, so what's your bu- what are your what are your buzzers? This is your first time in the quiz, Heath, but I'm sure you've been listening. What's your buzzer? Ah, uh, fuck! I'll just go with Warner. Yeah, clean, clean. And, uh, you rads. Yeah, I'll stick with Gary. Stick with what works. The favourite of the quiz, basically. So, um, you know the rules, boys. I hope you do anyway. Heat buzz in first, and then uh, we'll go from there. All right? Yep. Sounds good, mate. All right, boys. Best, best of, of luck, luck for both years in the... Um, good luck, Heater. ...into the semi-rematch, I guess. You're draft Legends Quiz. The Draft Legends Quiz. Gary hoping to avenge... What's the word? Avenge his revenge, I guess. I guess so. I'm steaming over here, Pop. I cannot believe he's done. Here's your chance. Here's your chance. This will, this will hurt if he loses this. Anyway, um, quick on the buzzers, boys. Best of luck. First question. Mr. Untouchable claimed which coach received a sympathy invite to the league this year? One of Gary. Oh, one of Was it both, boys? Jesus, this is interesting. <laughs> must have been close, those buzzers. They must have been close. Oh. I'm looking forward to the replay tomorrow. Just one request from me today. Can we get can we get the commission to decide on the buzzers? Because I just do not trust <laughs> I, don't mind that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. That's fair. Is that a fair call? Yeah, that's fair. Because to be fair, I haven't actually been happy with Spittle's decision-making lately either. So, oh, this uh, is the first time hearing about is it. A, is a known... Um, He's a known, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, you're a known cheat. He's a broader. A known cheat. That's a big word. I'll, I'll take oh, yeah. it. But, Heater, if you buzz in just as half a second, late, you'll be getting it first. You'll be getting it first. All right. Okay. All right. So, best of luck, Heath. In, no. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Question two, gentlemen. In episode five, the house guest scribe was pulled up for running with throw-off team projections. What was his reasoning? Gary. That's Geary. Oh, oh, that was close. <laughs> Geary? Uh, he was, putting his, uh, he was oh. putting his best players on the bench to keep them warm. Absolutely. That's too easy. That's too easy. Did you know that, okay. Heath, for the record? Uh, no, I did not. No. Okay. No. Well, well, I missed an episode. I remember him doing it. I know he did Oh, good. Doesn't matter. You don't need to answer. You've already lost the point. All right. Um, here we go. The next one. In a You Can't Be Serious nomination, claiming it was the wrong chat, Mince's men posted a photo of him doing what? No, I can't remember. I can't remember. I remember it's crazy. It was before we buzz in or anything. It was a photo posted. Any clues or? Yeah, it was a photo. Any clues or? Yeah, it was a photo posted in the socials. Um, Scribe went, went with the nomination. Ryan claimed it was the wrong chat, um, and it was a small, it was a subtle flex. Scribe claimed it as. Oh, Geary. Geary. It, it was um, him and one of the front couple of rows of the footy. Good feet, yeah. Yeah, Something that's like right, that. mate. That's, that's right. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> that's right. Steals a point there. Steals a point. Two one, Geary. All right. Question four. Which draft league legends affiliate attempted and succeeded in a last second? 
Okay, I'll restart the question. It's just, uh, it's been written poorly. That's all I'll say. It's very poor. It's one typo in the Very poor, very poor. Okay, I'll restart the question. Which Draft Legends affiliate attempted and succeeded in a last-second merge onto the M80 freeway? I can't remember. Warner's. Warner's is going bang. <laughs> I'm just going uh, to take a stab at it to say Cav. Uh, that's wrong. No clues, though, for you, Gary, considering he's buzzed in already. You're going to have to take a stab as well. Um, it was um, uh, Gary. Yep. It was your old man, actually, Liam. Oh, Fuck it was. That's a good guess. <laughs> it, it was Lou Limba on a Friday morning, uh, 7 o'clock a.m. merging from the Greensboro Bypass on the M80. Heath, I know you're familiar with that route. That route. Um, and from memory, you were surprised as well, weren't you, Knits? It's not yeah, usually his go-to. That's definitely yeah. fucking hell. Bonus point alert. No, definitely was surprised. He's uh, he's a big sit back at the back of the pack um, in traffic and go on his phone and check the email. So it was very surprising. Uh, but he was very arrogant about it, saying, um, I don't wait for anybody or something. That was quite unquiet, Lou Limba. So no, that was good. That was good. Next question. Sorry, boys. Uh, in Ep 6... Jeremy Cameron, the outdoor athlete, was unable to make it on the pod because he was chasing what local species of fish? Wanners. Wanners. This is marlin, I think. Fuck. Can't, can't, can't pay, mate. Sorry. Geary? Okay, fuck. Geary. Geary? Yep. Was it Snapper, was it? No, it wasn't Snapper. It was Bluefin Tuna, Bluefin boys. Bluefin Tuna. Whoa. Uh... Oh, good. You're pretty close there, though, uh, one as I thought. I was nearly going to pay it, to be honest with you. But, um, no, no points for close here. No points for close. All right, Fuck up, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. <laughs> Mentioned many times throughout the year, which three draft legends coaches support the Saints? Gary. Oh, yeah, this, this, <laughs> this is Geary. a mix-up of the old quizzes. Continue, Gary. <laughs> uh, myself. Minter's man, Australia's superstars. That's a that's a cheap one, but we'll allow it there. That one, uh, that very one, that cheap. one got lost very, in the fashion. That is that is, that is it is cheap. Um, <laughs> that is cheap. So because of that, I'm going to throw in another question. Just. On top of the on top of the last question of the quiz because that wasn't meant to be in there that was actually meant to be for Heater and Nunga but um we move on um, question seven top of table top of table Nigel Nunga confirmed he uses which platform to get his Supercoach scores Geary one is yeah it's Geary um, he uses uh, the Real Footy app. Ah, <laughs> I'm gonna go the uh, I'm gonna go the wonders there. If you got a free hit, mate. Uh fan footy. That's it, fan footy. I'm not sure if that's what you meant, Geary, but you didn't say it, so I can't pay it. I'm not sure if that's what no. you meant, though. No, I didn't mean. I meant the app. I couldn't remember the name of the app. Yeah, fan, fan it, footy. footy, yeah. footy He's so honest. He's right. honest about it. Fan footy. footy yeah, so the scores yeah, we got you at four two, boys. Um, yeah. We got you at four two. I'm going to throw in an extra question here before the Who Am I? Just because that other question really shouldn't have been in there. Okay. This is also for. Okay, here we go. 
Um, who did Lacos start on his pine going for 140 plus, costing him a W earlier in the year? Wanners. That's Wanners. Oh, fuck. This is uh, uh, Tom Hawkins. Yeah. It He's is back. Tom Hawkins. It is Tom Hawkins. That's 4-3. Believe it or not, it's a bonus point question as well. Um, bonus point, if you can name the highest bench score player for the year. Not not, oh. not requiring an exact score, but just the player will, will do for an extra point. Highest bench score. Um, I wasn't. Oh, fuck. Take, um, take a stab, mate, because I'm going to buzz you out. I'll say Tom Hawkins again. I, don't, I can't see anyone else. Nah, so get on the gear. I know you're probably going to know this. So what is it? Um, some scans team, wasn't it? From memory? Yeah, it was. Um, it's not for um, it's not it's not it Jamie Cripps. It, it is Jamie, Jamie Cripps. It is Jamie Cripps. It's not for a point, but um, it was Jamie Cripps. Can you give me a score just for credibility? <laughs> It was, uh, it was high, high, 151. Happy luck. Yeah, that's right. It was, yeah, it's just too easy. Um, but, uh, <laughs> getting past these, yeah. So it's 4-3, boys. We're going to the Who Am I's. We've got two Who Am I questions tonight. Uh, best of luck, 4-3 in favour of Geary. Okay. So you got 3-2-1 three, one, three, one points-wise, so a point for each clue. You ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. For three points, I was drafted in the 2015 rookie draft. Yeah, you do well to get that one as well. For two points, before my AFL career started, I played for VFL side, West Coburg. One is. Ooh, just sneaks in, finger on the buzzer sort of stuff. Uh, I'm going to say Stard, Adam Stard. Oh, my God. That's a good get. Whoa, That's well a good done. get. <laughs> good Third get. clue was I was drafting the fourth round by Crystal Mick. So I think he's from Coburg, yeah. That's a good get. He's five, hit the lead. 5-4. So it's the last question, Last question, boys. Uh, Gary, you need one to tie it. You need two to win it. Um, you need three. Three, 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 no, three would just ice it. Three, <laughs> three would just be a dominator, big old flex. Um, all right. Best of luck, boys. For three points, I've played 213 AFL games for two different clubs. Three different clubs, I beg your pardon. Three different clubs. I've played 213 AFL games for three different clubs. For two points. Say that again, you cut out on me. Okay, sorry. So this is for two points, but I will read the third point clue, but no one no one's had a, no one has a chance at the three points. I've played 213 AFL games for two different clubs for two points. Uh, sorry, sorry, I fucked that up again. I have played 213 AFL games for three different clubs for two points. I was drafted in the ninth round by Shmoey Superstars, but finished the season on a different team. One is. One is. Fuck. Um, fuck. I don't even know. Uh, nah, fuck. Oh. Sorry, mate. Um, for one point, get on the geary. Free hit. You heard my nickname, The Sausage, in an infamous video circulating the internet in 2019. Uh, geary. Uh, That's Geary. <laughs> 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 well, you called me out in the other episode, so I didn't, say, didn't give you time to answer, so I'm making sure. Um, uh, Shane, Shane Mumford. 
No, you're a good man, Gary. You've obviously been listening and I appreciate you um, just playing by the rules. So we yeah. have a tie, boys, five apiece. Um, didn't think this was coming. Neither did I. I don't know. I didn't have any um I didn't have any tiebreaker questions lined up, but I, I'm gonna get one up. I've obviously got questions here. Um I, I think this I didn't is, think I'd get a fucking question, right? I think this is fair, this yeah. one, because you either been listening and you know it. Um or you haven't been listening and you don't know it because uh, Nunga and Sards <laughs> both would have known this um, if I had said this question, um, which would have been For unfair. the win. For the win, boys. For the win and yep. through to the Draft Legends prelim finals. Mr. Untouchable told a story of two coaches having a blue in the hut at Landvoss. Which coach did he claim hit blue air? Geary. Oh, that, that's Geary. Um. I'm going to say it was Chris. That's correct. He's done oh. it. He's done it. That's clutch. That oh, is clutch. on the tiebreaker. Oh. What, what a quiz that was, boys. Well, what a I'm hit out. Me. We have our winner. Get on the Geary. Congrats. Well done, Waters. Well done, Geary. Good work, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks, lads. That was good fun. On your chance. Well played. Happy days. See, that was my favourite quiz to date, to be that honest was, with you. I had, had it all. on the edge of the seat there. <laughs> that was edge on the seat. Sort of, sort of stuff Absolutely there. Absolutely nail-biter there. Fucking hell. Really appreciate you jumping on, Heath George. I know you're obviously tied up there at Smoko. Nah, thanks, boys. Thanks, um, uh, sorry about the criticism. Sorry about the criticism that we've uh, that I've personally been giving you for the last twenty five minutes. You're going to have a listen tomorrow. But um, <laughs> I apologise in advance, mate. It's good hearing from you. Um, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's get on the geary tonight through the uh, elimination final draft legends um, for next uh, prelim for next week. Got there eventually, on your gents. Big there, appreciate. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well done, boys. Cheers. Well done. See you, lads. Speak to you next week. Hey, boys. Cheers. Take care for you. They're off. That was sort of clean. It was sort of not. It was a good quiz. I'll do some editing tomorrow. That's all right. I mean, tonight. That was a good matchup. That was a really good matchup. That was a good matchup, man. It was. It was very good. Um, Congratulations. So we got Get on the Geary through in a nail biter, and we got uh, Nigel Nunga through. Uh, in a bit of a landslide, but uh, he was just really quick, the Noonga. Business as usual for the, uh, as expected, Geary gets his revenge. He does. All right, let's um, let's move through. Here we go. To the most important segment of the show. If it was not for this segment, the show simply would not exist. We would not have a league. It is the tw- round 22 eliminate, uh, prelim finals, round 22 AFL draft legends matchup. Let's go. Got there in the end again. Um, there's two games to go. Uh, before the big dance, uh, the first eliminate uh, the first prelim final. Winning, you're in. Winning, you're in. Winning, you're through. It is between Nigel Nunga and the Heat of Wanamiris. We're playing at home for the Nunga at, at Ayers Rock. The Nunga predicted projected twelve eighty six versus the Wanners Hutto project uh, projection of thirteen fourteen. Um, we know you're going to go Heath here, uh, Steve. So I'm going to go Nunga. I'm going to go top of table, mastermind, behemoth. This is a tough one for Nigel me to team. have to stick with the Wanners. Um, so we'll, we'll split it down the middle. I'll go the Nunga. You'll go the Wanners. Uh, build your case for the Wanners. He's obviously coming off a, of her huddo last week. The man in form <clears throat> deserves to be there. Uh, I really think the Dunkley inclusion is going to pay big dividends, but uh, that projection don't mean fuck all. So that really is the matchup to watch. Uh, they both are, both limbs. Um, Heater does have to travel this week. Uh, got to make the trip over from UK across to Central Australia. Um, so we'll have to see how the, the legs hold fat after that. Um, make a case for Noong. 
He's been there all year, I suppose. Uh, look, he's the top of table. He's the mastermind. He's the kaleidoscope. He's the behemoth that is Nigel Nunga. He's been the best team all league. He finished two games clear at top at the top of the table. He won his uh, qualifying final. He goes straight through the prelim. He's had the week off. He's playing at home. He don't want to He's two weeks on the road. Uh, tough battle there at Dean Buchanan's joint last week. Um, he got the he got the dub, but no doubt he w- would have walked away from that game very cooked. Um, so danger. And he comes up against the Nunga. Uh, look, the Nunga's got a couple of outs yet, but he's uh, he's a top of table. Uh, he'll work his way around that. There's no doubt about that. And that home ground advantage at Ayers Rock. Uh, had a look at the weather. It's 27 degrees there uh, on Sunday. So <sighs> beautiful day um, for footy. It's uh, it's it's humid. Obviously, everyone knows up north. So uh, the Nunga. Look, he he chose his home. Uh, game wisely, and I think um, I think it plays right into his hands. Have you been to Ayers Rock? I haven't been to Ayers Rock. I've climbed it. You've climbed it. I have, Steve. We went there, we went there for a school trip, and I climbed it. Steve, come on. What do you mean? I went up the fucking side of the rock. Hang, hang well, on, you can't chain, climb man. it anymore, can you? Nah, I was the last. We were the last batch in. <laughs> come on, <laughs> where does the mayo we're, stop? We're close to the last <laughs> where batch. Where does in. the mayo we're, end? We, we, I'll get confirmation. Can we get some photos on the socials? Peter Wanamiri's walked it with me. Can we get? Oh, geez, that doesn't surprise me. Can we please get? <laughs> can we please get some confirmation on the socials tomorrow by yourself? Um, maybe a photo of you climbing or, uh, or even at the base. I'll get you a photo on the motherfucking rock if okay. you want. Get us a photo on the rock. I think I think the listeners want to hear uh, see it. So we had to travel in a bus up there. For three days. All right. Wasn't ideal. All right. And the weather was a bit sticky, I'm assuming? Hot. Bit hot. hot. Yeah. Okay. You've been, a, you've been to Darwin a couple of times. You went on a fishing trip with Mark Beatty. That was fucking hot. superstars. That was a... That was a I did a whole lot of fucking no fish in that whole trip, to be honest. So you and Shmoe superstars are pretty tight, though. Um, you've obviously been Darwin together, travelled together. Yeah. Um, so are you going to be fighting in his corner for him to be in the league next year, or is he... Is, well, it, is it sort of like not that good friendship? <laughs> Well, we're 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 tight, that's for sure. Okay. Um, shout out to Shmoey Boyd. I just don't know if he wants to be in. Yeah. That's my biggest concern. Yeah. Uh, but that's enough on Ayers Rock. Uh, I'll post a <laughs> post a photo on the social socials. tomorrow, please. Uh, that'd be a sight for sore eyes. I think you climbing Ayers Rock would be you know, it'd be a good laugh. So, best of luck to these teams. They've had a great year all year. Um, we've got first versus sixth this week. Uh, couldn't really split them, so it's going to be an interesting one to watch. Well said there. Next matchup, second and final matchup of the prelims is Scribe with a projection of 1224, hosting the man in form, Don't Be Sards, 1265. This matchup's going down to Altham in the Gary. Uh, I'll be tipping Scribe there. I think the week's off done him a world of good. Um, his team's strong. He's coming up against a, a ripping opponent, so expect no love lost there. Um, scribe for me. All right. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna tip Don't Be Sards. Uh, I'm going to split it down the middle again and go other side. So I'm going to tip Doby Sards. I'm going to fight for Doby Sards in his corner. I'm going to build a case. He's gone back-to-back Huddos in finals. It's unheard of. It's uncharted territory. It's Will he three-peat? I don't know. If he three-peats, he four-peats, and he, and he, and he goes the, um, the double the double hat trick of Huddos in the final if he wins this week. So um, he's playing at the Gary. So he is playing away from home, but in saying that, Doby Sards is no stranger to the Gary. So he's been there before. Uh, not sure if he's played much there, but he's definitely been there before. He's familiar with the territory. He's familiar with the ground. So um, he won't be walking in there uh, not backing himself in. Uh, he knows the Gary pretty well. So uh, the home ground advantage for mine isn't, isn't a big one. So uh, don't be sad for mine, but this is going to be tight. This is going to be tight. Both, both ripping matchups, my dad. Both just, ripping matchups. Just the matchups. form on don't be sad. And to be fair, the form on, I mean, you've been backing someone out of the top four to win it 
all year. So for, for the Heat or the Don't Be Sards, this is a pretty good run for them to get here through to a prelim. Good to see. Good to see little guys get in. As, as we said, Don't Be Sards came down to the last week before finals for him to sneak himself in there. Winning you're in and he's just uh, he's paid dividends three weeks in a row. Jeez, congratulations, boys, on making it to the prelim. It's no easy um, task there. Uh, so best of luck for this week. Uh, and, you know, the winners go through to the granny, which is obviously an even better feat. But, you know, if you go, you bear out this week. It's uh, it's no shame in your season. It's a great run. Best of luck. All said. Going to be interesting to watch. No head-to-head matchup of the week this week there. Both, um, both, both as big as, as, as each other. So, see how we go with that. Um, we're going to move it on. Last couple of segments here. Clap it in. The applauses. The positives from this week. It's the clap it ins. Um... It's the applauses of the week. Steve? First up, this one, I think we can all agree, it's the final four left in Supercoach. You've earned it. You've deserved it. May the best uh, may the best coach win. Uh, best of luck from the bottom of my heart. I'll double down on that. It's uh, it's a great effort. We've just said it in the head-to-head matchups there. It's a great effort getting to the prelim. Um, congratulations. My one is uh, one that should have been brought in last week uh, because it was actually mentioned last week. I forgot to put it in there. And this was uh, this is McBeams asking where he can do 2022 AFL mock drafts. Uh, it's the first week of finals, McBeams. Um, we're still in the 2021 season. We're about eight months away from 2022 draft. Um, that is just a serious applause. It's a fucking contender. It's in the nomination basket for next year. Someone that wants to do 2022 AFL mock drafts at this point of the year, of, of 2021, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's, that's uh, that's a keen super coach. That should, that should say where his head's at for the 2022 year, and um, I like the most chances. He's an absolute year. competitor. I don't want to reveal too much information, but he's got some big things in the pipelines for next year, McBeams. Super coach wise? Super coach wise. Uh, I don't want to say too much. It's not my space. It's not my platform. Reaches. It's not my floor. But he's got some big, big things in the pipeline, McBeams, on his end. So watch this space. To do with the McBeams team. To do with super coach and McBeams, yep. So um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, that were the clapping in there with applauses. That were the positives from this week. I think I've missed a few there. I had a couple of people reach out during the week, but it's been a bit scrambled. So um, I've missed. I've, if I've missed a couple, um, shoot me through for next week. Uh, this is a new segment, boys. We brought it in. Um, it was requested to bring in by Puff and Pat. Um, he thought there was merit in it, and I think there is too. And it's uh, this week's pass of the week. I am get to the Ben Cavs house. <laughs> <laughs> it's this week's pass of the week. Um, now I thought it's only again, play it again. We'll play the cue. I am get to the Ben Cavs house. <laughs> we're not, not going to reveal who that is, but um, for those that know, will know. If you know, you know. I kick, bro. Um, so that was this week's uh, cue for Cavs. Can't reveal of the who it is. Uh, I'm not going to reveal okay. just yet. Uh, we're just going to let it marinate. So I thought it would be only be fair. Um, so Puff and Pat nominated. Um, I think it was Nigel Nunga. Uh, for the Paz of the week when Dangerfield went down. So Geary suggested um, that Nunga would be passing, and Puff and Pat suggested that it was the Paz of the week and it maybe a segment she brought in. So thank you, Puff and Pat. Um, you just, you're just doing things even though you're not uh, still in the, in the competition at the moment. So we really appreciate that. But we're not going to go with that as the Paz of the week this week. Uh, you're actually going to be nominated for the Paz of the week this week. I think it's only fair. And that is for me asking you to go through your archives. Um, everyone knows you're big on 
uh, storing videos and photos from the archive. So this was me asking Puff and Pat to go through his archives for any videos of uh, Mick Beams, actual Beamer, uh, so I could get an audio grab to add to Mick's mailbag this week. Uh, Puff and Pat denied my request and he went on to say that he didn't want to send any videos uh, to me of Mick Beams just in case Beams, he listened back to the pod and he thought that uh, Beams would connect the dots and trace it back to, to himself, Puff and Pat. I am get to the Ben Cavs house. So that's a big Paz. Um, whether or not Beams is listening to the uh, pod is, or not, well, he, did, he wrote he in wrote and in. said he was, but... Um, you know, like that's pretty pazzy from Puff and Pat. I mean, just send me the vids, mate. Like, you're not going to, you know, he's not that clue to connect the dots. Um, it's just a big pass. He so. will now. Uh, well, yeah, he knows now. He knows so now. if he's listening, it was Puff and Pat that sent me the um, <laughs> the audio. So, um, yeah, look, it's uh, it's pretty pazzy from Puff and Pat. He's a known Paz rat as well. Warranted. Well said. Two Paz Pat. Uh, appreciate that. That was this week's Paz of the Week. I am- Get to the Ben Cavs house. <laughs> it's not going to get old, it's is it? Get every time. Uh, I'm going to move on to the final segment. It's a favorite segment. Um, there's some good ones in there tonight. It is you can't be serious. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Steve, what do you got? This is you can't be serious. Taylor Walker's recent actions over the last week. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. 2021. Um, let's lift. Yeah, I don't even think the year matters, to be honest, but I, I do agree it's 2021. But whether it was 2020 or 2019, racism, uh, racist slurs. Don't have a, don't have a part in the game for that Absolutely shit. Absolutely not. Don't condone it here at the draft legend nor in life. So it's uh, it's pretty poor from Tex. And uh, it's disappointing because he is look, he can, apolo- he can apologize all he wants and all that sort of stuff. Damage and like you accept done. the apologies. Yeah. The damage is done. And unfortunately, you're going to remember Tex Walker for that. For this, which is unfortunate because he had a great Above career. his career. But, um, but you really are. It's tainted his career. And it's, it's unfortunate. It's worthy, but I mean, you just you just don't say it these days. No. Simple as that. Make mistakes. Definitely accept his apology for doing. It. He's uh, you know he's owned up to it and he, he knows he was wrong, but there's no place for it. And yeah, I think it just it's a it's a it's a really bad lasting image. I don't know if he will play another game of AFL. I don't think he should. For what it's worth, either. Yeah. Uh it's a bad call, bad judgment call. But what are your thoughts on, on the six week injury? Uh, six week uh, ban. Soft. It's pretty soft. soft. It should be like uh, well, it's hard to put a number on it, but it's almost like. It's almost like a year sort of thing, I reckon. It is. Put a, fucking, out for a season. put a statement on it. Really yeah. put a statement on there. I mean, you know, I know some people might say it's unfair, but I mean, we all know it now. Yeah. Uh, enough's enough. Uh, second one is to all the gentlemen on Saturday night out at Yoz's block. Fire is dangerous, and it's for Yo lighting his leg on fire. Shout out to Steve Phillips, Plumbing Glue. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. A spelling error there or something. <laughs> it was a little spell. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. Uh, we all know that story, how that went down. Shout out to Mince's man. Hope you're doing all right there. T's and P's. Hope he's all right. Um, what's T's and P's? You keep saying that. Am I missing something? Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. There you go. Um, thoughts and prayers out to the Mince and the and the Yo family. Um, obviously a tough time at the moment there with that leg. So, so a little just plumbing glue incident. Yeah, um, I think, uh, look, I, I don't know the fine details, but yeah, there was a fire, there was some plumbing, plumbing glue, there was a couple of tip rats there. Um, one thing led to another and Ryan was on fire, uh, trying to st- stamp out the glue that was led his driveway up. So just be careful out there, have your fun, but just be careful. Well, you, we want everyone back for 2022. Yeah, we don't want injuries this time of year. No. It's been a good year. Uh, I've got a few here. This one is uh, non-league relevant, um, but uh, it just sort of popped up in conversation with me and somebody else this week. And this is uh, this is you can't be serious to knee boys uh, Lee Dawson Roy 
uh, Neroy inventing his own language. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. That's a statement. Wow. That is, um, is that do, the first you've un- heard of it? First I've heard of it. Well, so, how do, where do we start to, how do we unpack this? Inventing um, his own language. Yeah, I don't know how much of the language he's invented. I know he's got pieces together. Uh, I'm not sure how many words is in the vocabulary that he's got in his dictionary, but uh, I know that he's balls deep in a language. He's invented it. I don't know how he started. don't know what made him do it. don't know where he's at with it. don't know how often he uses it, but he's he's well and truly invented his own language. Wow. We'll try to get a couple of... Um, Verses? Words, verses, audio, something on the socials. But uh, it's a very interesting one for those that didn't know. But if you know Roy, you wouldn't put it past him. Well said. Well done. Shout out to Roy as well. Um, this one here uh, also was a nomination from somebody else, and this is Jake Lever uh, yelling at his teammates to get on the goal line uh, on the Sunday game, I believe it was, after Darling took a mark 120 metres out from goal at the end of the first quarter on the siren. He took a mark out in the wing and he was yelling at his teammates to get back on the goal line. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! There's no bloke in the AFL kicking at 125 metres. Even on the bounce. From, from He's from the middle of the wing, so just settled down. Apparently he was carrying on uh, like a two-bob watch. I didn't actually see it, but... Um, yeah, he was he was carrying on. It was you know if you just ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. ridiculous. Even Come from on. sixty, you, you don't carry on like that. I uh, might torp you. Might get something. It's half the distance. Yeah, blokes there, but That's no rush. You're hundred twenty. You've got about five minutes before the ball makes it there. So kicking from fucking back flank almost. That's an interesting one. Uh, this one's late, uh, late nomination, um, but it's worthy. This is our uh, Bant Benchwarmers at it again this week, doubling down on crypto chat spam. Uh, he infiltrated it with speculation of Donald Trump being the first person to invent medical beds that apparently cure brain cancer. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious. So uh, he's going back to back there, Bans Benchwarmers, spamming his own chat um, with uh, just just rubbish, really. I mean, there's no uh, look if there's just no information on it. So apparently, Donald Trump has created a a medical bed that you basically lie in and um, it cures cancer cures cancer without surgery. It's just straight up brain treatment. Um, and he claimed it was alien tech. So Well if that's true, then uh I am to the Ben Cavs house. So it's almost a fucking pass of the week, to be honest with you. It's um it's getting towards that area. So um what are your thoughts on that? It's interesting. Uh, if it's true then he's figured out the world's problems, I guess. But uh, apparently there's six getting installed in Amsterdam. Why Amsterdam? Oh, Amsterdam's a great place. If you've ever been there, one of the best places on earth, Amsterdam. That wraps up the pod. For any of you that haven't been out to Amsterdam, when this corona's over, can we do a little draft legend? Let's go. Let's draft Amsterdam. Let's draft over Shout out to uh, Get On The Geary and uh, Nigel Unger, who are through to the prelims of the Draft Legends quiz. And a big shout out to Don't Be Squirts, Get On The Geary. Uh, sorry, Don't Be Squirts, Nigel Nunga, Heater One of Mirrors and Scribe in your head-to-head matchups this week. Best of luck. Uh, second that notion, best luck to everyone in the head-to-head matchups this week. It's been a pleasure again, gentlemen. A couple of weeks left. Let's fucking rip into it. Uh, shout out to Heater in the UK. You're a pleasure as always. Um, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. This is for everyone. Uh, you've been listening to The, the Draft, Draft Legends. Legends. I'm a son of player. Oh, oh. An hour 45 with probably 10 minutes of editing. Yeah. Not bad. Bang on. Best luck. Speak to you next week. A party is set. Oh.